Okay, we're now ready to start with Coach Charlie Weiss from Kansas University. Give him a second to get seated up here. Coach, welcome. Any your thoughts about the upcoming season? Well, we've still got a couple weeks of vacation left, right? Barely. But uh, it's right around the corner. Players are coming in on August 7th. We don't play in August. We open up on September 6th, so we'll come in on the 7th, and we'll get going on the 8th and get our 29 practices in in plenty of time and get ready to get rocking and rolling here in September. Okay, we're going to take questions from the floor. Again, if you put your hands up, it's really kind of hard to see you. And if you put your hand up and then be sure we've got one all the way in the back on the area where the cameras are. And just so you know, not to be rude, but I can't see you with these lights in my eyes here, so I'll kind of look in your general your direction. direction. Yeah. And again, your name and your affiliation, if you would, please. Yes, Coach. Uh, Chase Shannon, K-10 in Denison, Texas. I wanted to ask you about your tight end, Jim A. Mundine. Uh, what you expect from him and what you've seen from him so far in his three years there? Well, Jimmy has become a more well-rounded player. You know, when I first got here, he was he had better offensive skills than he did blocking skills, and now he's become more efficient in both manners. And I think that with the change of offensive philosophies that we've going through this year, we're going more to a spread mentality. I think the uh, the tight end position gets accented even more than in the offense that I've been used to running. And I think Jermaine's going to have a chance to be an integral part of our offense this year. We had a question on the front center. Coach Scott Fritchen, uh, Power Cat Illustrated Magazine. Um, with the Cozart coming in sophomore season, stepping in that starting role, what are your expectations for him and being able to, to, to deliver victories this season? Well, first of all, I'm glad that I made the decision halfway through last year to play him. I think that that was, you know, you're getting through half, halfway through your freshman year, do you play him or do you not play him? And then, you know, there were high points and low points in, in that first, in that last half of the season. But I think that now we, we kind of know what we're getting. And I think I don't have to worry about the, you know, the freshman jitters, you know, in the, in the sophomore campaign. In this offense that we're running, I think athleticism at the quarterback position is a critical factor, and he definitely has athleticism. So besides being able to stand in the pocket and deliver, I think that that added element to either on called runs by quarterback or just scramble ability to bail you out of some trouble situations gives us a better chance to score more points. We had a question on the rear, just a moment. All the way to the rear. <coughs> Thanks, Coach Weiss. Danny Welniak, KWCH 12 in Wichita. Um, talk a little about Nick Harwell and kind of what he's going to bring to your offense. Well, anytime you can plug in a number one wide receiver that start has already been playing, played three years already as a starter with big production, big production, it puts a whole different composition to your wide receiver position. Obviously, wide receiver is one of the multiple positions on offense that we've struggled at in the last couple of years. And I think adding a valuable, you know, senior leader like Nick with his athleticism just makes everyone, everyone around him play better. Got a question on the corner, rear, and then we'll come to the front. Hi, Coach. Max Morgan, uh, Fox 4 Sports in uh, Dallas. Over here. 
First of all, good luck this season. I want to uh, bring up something about you. You got two helmets there in front of you with the uh, NCAA uh, guidelines. What are you doing to uh, make sure there's maybe less contact at, 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 at your university? Well, my trainer that was actually the, the trip by the name of Murphy Grant was actually the guy who was kind of head, headed this, no pun intended, uh, headed this concussion type of discussion on behalf of the Big 12. And we've had a lot of talks at length about ma making sure we minimize as best we can you know, the helmet-to-helmet -helmet type of thing. The, uh, fortunately slash unfortunately, to get ready to play football, you know, you need, you need live tackling, you know, to be able to practice fundamentals and, tech, fundamentals and techniques. And, you know, we will, like we did do every year, we will have our defensive coordinator get up and demonstrate, you know, the proper way of tackling. And um, as far as the contact itself goes, I think that we've already abided by that two days a week, you know, Maximum. I think that it's kind of the mentality in which I grew up in. I know some other places, you know, hit more than that, but I, I think that you know, taking them to the ground, there's only so much, so many times during the year you can take them to the ground, especially as the season wears on. You know, I think that you even have to, you know, cut it down more and more as the year goes on. Question right here on the front. Good morning, Coach Weiss. Ben Kirchhoff from Bleacher Report. As far as the offense being able to continue to move the chains last year, a lot of three and outs, a lot of struggling to stay on the field. What do you guys have to do on first and second down, and how does Cozart play into that so that you can put yourself in better third down situations? Well, I think that any time you have a mobile quarterback, which is really not the way you know the way we were suited to last year for until uh, Montel started playing. Okay, you you're playing 11 on 10 football. Because if the quarterback is never going to carry the ball and that is not a threat to the defense and they don't have to worry about them, okay, they're, they're plus one as far as numbers go. I think by having the quarterback being able to be one of the guys that carries the ball puts much more, much more stress on a defense. We got a question on the far left-hand corner, right? Danny Klingscale from Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. Um, what Can you put a number on wins or what would be a successful season this year in year three? Yes. I can. But you won't. <laughs> no, no, I won't. What would be you know, I, th I think this, Danny, I think it's really, really important. I agree with you that, that your team's expectations must be clearly defined. But we haven't done a thing in the two years I've been here. We won one game two years ago. We won three games last year. We won one game in a conference. We haven't won a game on the road. I guess for me to get up here and say this is what my expectations are to you, I mean, I'm just, you know, not very, I'm not very smart. But our team very clearly knows what our expectations are. There's no hiding it. we got a question in the middle right here in the front. Ian Boyd, Inside Texas. Um, with your move to a spread offense, what parts of the Charlie Weiss offense of philosophy and concepts have you kept and maintained? Will it still have a, a Weiss flavor to it, or will it be a football? My, my involvement with the offense will take place during the week, will not take place on game day. I will not be involved on game day other than a critical situation, or if I see you know, Coach Reagan has him on the ropes, for example, if he's hammering him in a run game, I might say, you know, keep pounding him. 
you know, but I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the offensive staff run the run the offense. My I'm more of a sounding. I'm in a different road. I'm more of a route. I'm more of an advisor right now. Um, I'd like to think that I'm a good person for him to use as a resource, uh, a, a resource as far as you know. How would you do this? How would you do that? You know, how would you attack this defense? But my involvement will be take place early in the week, and I'll stay out of the way on game days. Another question, all the way in the rear, and then we'll come up here in the middle. Charlie, Tim Griffin with the San Antonio Express News. There's been some talk among a lot of people about possibly uh, limiting contact and practices to two days a week. I'm curious what you feel about that. Well, I think that here's the only gray area that really people, we have to get our finger on the pulse on. You get a game and you got some guys that play maybe 20 or 30 plays in a game. You know, whether they're a special teams player or mop-up role that don't play like a full game. Well, if game day is one of your contact days, you know, how do those guys get any better? And I think that if they can define, you know, subjective, take it out of the subjective role and get it more objective, you know, what are you going to do with those guys, your young guys, to make them better? I don't think anyone pounds their guys that play all the time, you know, you know, every week all the time. I don't think that happens with anybody. I think that the only gray area is going to come into the, the fact that how do you get your young guys prepared to play if they're not getting any of the real reps when, uh, when you're getting ready to play your game? All the way in the left corner. Coach Weiss, I'm Justin Brown with KLTV in Tyler, Texas. Could you talk about incoming freshman Jacob Bragg? Um, talk about how much he can improve the offensive line. Well, I think that the fact that you have one of the best pure centers in the nation coming in out of the state of Texas is is very, very encouraging. And I think that I, as I told Jacob, I tell Jacob the same thing I tell every single kid we're recruiting. I said, don't come in here with the mentality that you're going to be redshirted your freshman year. Come in here trying to beat everyone out. Now, Jacob's going to come in and he's going to start at the bottom of the bottom of the depth chart just the way every other freshman who walks in the door. Okay, but when Jacob's ready to play, he'll play, and he has tremendous upside. Got a question on the aisle about halfway back. Coach Randy Peterson from the Des Moines Register in Iowa. Commissioner Bowlesby um, spoke this morning about cheating being rampant, cheating being widespread on campuses um, because of the NCAA's lack of enforcement. Um, have you seen some of that going on in other well, places? And, and just, your thoughts about that, place? What cheating was he? What was he the was returning their lack of, of enforcement right now um, has led to, to cheating. His, his quote was, yeah. if you cheat, you can do it and get away with it. First of all, the commissioner knows a lot more than I do. And I will not try to, without me hearing exactly the content slash context of what he said, it would be tough for me to comment. I've been to multiple places, and I, you know, the places I've been, I just haven't seen it. So you know, maybe I'm oblivious. You know, uh, I hear about it all the time. There's there's things that annoy me sometimes at other places, but really, I just try to speak for I just try to speak for Kansas, and I certainly would not want to say something that the commissioner respond to something the commissioner said without you know n knowing fully what his intent was. Good question on the right-hand side for a change.
Hey, Coach. Kevin Flaherty with 24-7. Uh, you had three JUCO guys from last year's class who didn't wind up playing in uh, Andrew Bolton, Marcus Jenkins-Moore, and Kevin Short. Uh, can you just kind of talk about what you saw from them in the spring and how much they'll help you defensively, especially as far as depth purposes go? Well, I saw a lot more out of, out of, <clears throat> out of Bolton and Short than Jenkins Moore because Jenkins Moore was, you know, had a knee that it took him the whole, you know, it's taken the whole time just to recover. You know, Bolton came in banged up and really wasn't ready to go. And, you know, he's a big, physical, bruising type of guy that I would like to have played last year, but I'm glad we didn't. You know, Kevin had all so has all sorts of athleticism, and you know the one position that you know you look at our de our defense right now, we have a veteran secondary. So I think Kevin being thrown in with the rest of those guys in the secondary gives us a chance to be able to cover some of the, all these offices that play fast pace and play on space. You know, Jake came in as a as a dynamic pass rusher, but you know, and, and I still think that you know I still think that he's a ways away at this point. In the far left corner. Charlie, Barry Trammell with the Oklahoma. Uh, Bob Bowlesby told us a little while ago that for your Southeast Missouri game, you're going to have uh, the first female official in Big 12 history as part of the crew. Is that going to be different for you? Any change? Will you even notice? What do you anticipate uh, with I'll that event? I'll try to watch my language. <laughs> I believe in the old-fashioned way. So... I'll try not to use as many bad words, but uh, it, it means nothing to me. You know, it's great, great, uh, great that that a woman be, is put in a position where she can uh, be put on equal footing with the men. And if I said other than that, I'm, I'd be in trouble with my wife. So, you know, all power to her. And that's an honest answer. <laughs> Further questions for coach. We got a question on the rear. Question on the rear, middle. Coach Weiss, Danny Wolniak again with Channel 12 in Wichita. Um, can I ask you about Ben Heaney and kind of the big role that he's going to play this year? I think that Ben is probably one of the more underappreciated defensive players, if not players in this league. I think that because our team has not been good for the last couple of years, people don't notice a guy like Ben Heaney. You know, arguably over the last two years, other than the couple of games where he was banged up with a knee last year, he was as good as just about any player playing on defense in our league. He reminds me a lot of Zach Thomas, a middle linebacker that's a little short in stature, so he could, you know, you people, ah, he can't do this. All he does is play sideline to sideline and plays with a vengeance. And, I don't think anyone we play against doesn't think Ben Heaney's not a frontline player, and I'm certainly I'm certainly a big fan. Okay, final question on the front left. Which hand? Coach Scott Fritch and Parkin illustrated again. I got. Uh, Neil O'Donnell, Benny Sestaberti, Tom Brady, Brady Quinn, Jimmy Clausen. How troubling has the quarterback situation been at Kansas since you've been here? Well, I think with the nature of the offense we've been running for the last couple of years, I think the true dropback quarterbacks have gotten exposed. And I, that's one of the reasons why I changed what we're doing.
You know, I think that the only position, arguably, you could say have been a Big 12 caliber for the last two years has been the running back position. And I think our running back position will be a position of strength once again, even though James is gone. But I think that when you have a true drop back quarterback, when you're playing with marginal offensive line, when you're playing with marginal wide receivers, when you're playing, you know, marginal on every position except for running back, you get exposed. And I think that changing the mentality on offense, going to a more spread out, wide open offense with an athletic quarterback, okay, hides a lot of sins. And I think that I've seen a lot of other people do it with high efficiency. And I know the bottom line is we don't score more points, we're not going to win more games. Okay, Coach, thank you very much for your comments and have a great season. All right, thank you very much.